Welcome to the Broncos Unfiltered podcast for Monday the 13th of March, round two. On today's episode, we review the Broncos' win against the Cowboys in front of 43,000 at Suncorp Stadium. We have a look at the week that was at Broncos HQ, including Patrick Carrigan signing an extension that keeps him at the club until 2028, and Ben Iken steps back from the Recruitment and Retention Committee. We also take a look at the NRL expanding to 20 teams, and we finish it off with some mailbag. Okay, let's get into it. Siren sounding to get the party started in Brisbane. Hiku says that'll do, and the Broncos are 2-0 in 2023. Try and stay calm, you Broncos fans. It might be quite the ride this season. At full time at Suncorp, Brisbane 28, the Cowboys 16. G'day guys and welcome back to Broncos Unfiltered. My name is Shane and I'm here with my mate Chris and Reese Walsh is the best player to ever lace a boot. <laughs> Not at all premature. No, no. One game for Not the Broncos at all premature. And, and basically he's running running the state. Yeah. Yeah, well he he, he, he ran the game on, on Friday night. Mate, so, what a game. Um, it was a great game. Now you were there. What was yes. the atmosphere like when? Uh, I mean, it was like forty-three thousand. Yeah, forty-three thousand. I think was the official number. The atmosphere was awesome. It was so so, so good. Um, it was a bit of a shit it, to actually get into the stadium. Uh, yeah. It took us took us ten minutes, and there, there was nowhere near uh, the forty-three thousand in the stadium for the first fifteen twenty minutes. So there was I don't know what's going on with ticketing or whatever, but. Yeah. Um, a few people still stuck outside, but once you got inside, uh, the atmosphere was electric. So good. Two Queensland teams going at it, um, back and forth for a bit the first half, and then Broncos obviously got the ascendancy and ran away with it. Yeah, I, I thought, uh, we can touch on this a bit later, but I thought the the Broncos, the first 30 minutes, were just trying too hard. Just, uh, um, it, we just... I thought we were just trying too hard, trying to push passes that weren't there, little grubbers that weren't there. Uh, I think we got flustered after the Cowboys scored that first try, and then I think we were just trying a little bit too hard. What, what do you think? Yeah, so they went down 8-0, and I, I rewatched the game today. Like I love going, I love, love, love going to the stadium to watch football. Mm. Um But I had to rewatch it again because you, I don't yeah. see a whole lot. I think I text you. Um, yep. <laughs> when Arthur's came on, just to confirm what why he came on, but um, yep. the the last two games, so against Panthers and against the Cowboys, going down eight nil to the Cowboys on Friday night, um, we don't win that game last year, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. And again, we don't win that game against the Panthers last week, uh, or sorry, last year either. Um, I just think we we, we showed a different grit, a different, you know, determination, defense, uh, and we were able to roll out on top, which was the most pleasing yeah. thing. I think it's confidence as well with the defense. Um, yeah. You know, and in both games, both both these two games, we've, we've uh, you know, the other, the other team has scored first and we've we've stuck in and, and end up coming over the top. But um, I think... The first try was a uh, softish, softish try. 
Yeah. Um, and I do have somebody to blame for that, and it's not Billy Walters. Okay. Bill, actually, I thought we were going to start early. I thought we were going to start early. The play before that, Billy Walters stopped uh, Dearden uh, from scoring. Yes, Just, he did. you know, a, a centimeter, a, a ball hair away from scoring that try. Um, and then Ezra Mam shot out from the line and created a gap. He created a gap that Capewell couldn't get. No way Capewell can, can cover that. So it was a bit of an easy first try, and it. It was Ezra's fault if that's, you know, if he's to shoot out like that and smash the bloke, then then he misses he then he misses his um his journey there. But otherwise, you know, Ezra, man, bro, mm. he was he was snapping guys in half again. Like that is just such a, an awesome part of his his play. Do you know the hit? There were there were two hits. Um, that I, I remember, he had one on. Um, I think it was Jordan McLean. He he hit, but yep. there was one that he did on uh, on um, uh, Jake Granville, um, oh, which yeah. was I, I love it. Small man on small man, just yep. absolutely whacked him. Well, and, to be fair, uh, Jake, even the big boys, even the big boys stood up and just went. Oh, Jake geez, Granville's hair is probably the same kilogram as Ezra Mam, so. <laughs> He throw in throw in that little beard that he's got as well. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know, we, without Reynolds, we don't win. You know, we we you know, Reynolds might not score every try or set up every try or have a touch in every try, but the fact that he's controlling where the ball goes, his kicking game is just unreal. You compare that to Chad Townsend, who kicked out on the full, mm. um, and all of a sudden, you know, the momentum changes. So. I think with Ezra, with Ezra just being able to play what he sees, that mm. that is, I mean, he he shouldn't ever try to be a a halfback. You yeah, know, he he plays what he sees and he runs and if he wants to, he passes when he when he needs to. But yeah, unreal, blistering speed. So just talking about Reynolds, I had someone text me on Friday night saying that um, Reynolds was. Reynolds wasn't playing well. And at the time, at the game, it didn't feel like he... It felt like he did have a couple of poor touches. And then when I watched the game again today, yeah, okay, he still had a couple of those poor touches. But some of his other touches and some of his control, some of the kicks that he was putting up, Peter Hiku, well, dead set, had nightmares <laughs> um, about torpedo bombs just coming down from 40 metres in this in this, uh, yep. in the sky not having a clue where they're going to land. Yeah, he, he would have been absolutely shitting his decks. Yeah. Now, yeah. there is a bit of controversy about, so why was Peter Hickey playing fullback? Because of the fact that Drinky, drink water, which I love. I love Drinky. Um, yeah. And he's a good player too, but uh, he smashed poor Corey Oates. Yeah. Shoulder charged him and uh, he's out. Corey Oates is out for eight weeks. Yeah, six to eight weeks, they're saying. The original, mm. the first tweet or, or report that went out was four to six. And I remember reading that going, mm. four to six weeks for a broken jaw. How does that work? Uh, but now they've come out and they've, they've said four, four to, uh, sorry, six to eight. Um, I, I don't see Drinkwater playing for four weeks. I think if he, I think if he pleads guilty, he's three weeks. 
Is I it three? I, is I, it? I read that, yeah. But uh, Reno in the um, in the press conference afterwards, I, he he fucking teed off, man. <laughs> and like uh, Walters is like, "Well, you're getting a calm down." He's like reining him in a bit. Um, so anyway, but yeah, it's it's good, man. It's good that Reno is is sticking up for his mate. Yeah. So 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 somebody brought up. Uh, I can't remember. What I was listening to to a podcast or watching the many NRL uh, shows that we watch and listen to. Um, and somebody brought up the fact that if if Oates is out for eight weeks, then Drinky should be out for eight weeks as well. Mm. What, thoughts? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like it. Like I, I think the I think the injury. Um. I think it has to play a part from the point of view of perhaps the severity of it, but I don't think you can just go, well, if, if he's out for eight weeks and you need to sit out for eight weeks. Can't be uh, nine for I just, nine. Uh, no, I just don't think, I don't think that works. Mm. Um, he, I was actually watching, um, I was watching tonight, um, Matty Johns after the, after the final Sunday game mm. and Heine was, Heine reckons that he should challenge it should go to the judiciary and challenge it. And the comment Hindy. that he made, yeah, Nathan Highmarch, the, co- the, com- mm. the comment that he made was that Oates, you could see that he changed his line and was just made a beeline and drink water. What, made a beeline really to score the try? Well, fuck, <laughs> off his head, mate. Hang on. He's had too many to his, to his new cans. Don't shoot the messenger. Don't no, shoot No, you're the off your head too, office. mate. <laughs> <laughs> but what he said is he's gone. Drink water couldn't do anything. Um, okay, like, okay, well, okay. But you, he's kind well, of. Well, he could. He could not <laughs> fucking tackle him. Use any other part of your head, your body, except for your shoulder. <laughs> no, Hindy, sorry, mate. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. Anyway, <laughs> but Drinky, I think he's. I think he's buggered. He's not going to be playing football for a few weeks. Yeah, which is a shame. Uh, obviously, shame. Aids isn't going to be playing football for for a long time, but yeah. Well, look, it look, is I'm a not, shame. I'm not, I'm not totally against that eye for an eye, because when when Oates is out for eight weeks and Drinky is only out for three weeks, there's no compensation there for the Broncos for that illegal play, right? If he gets if he gets fined, Broncos don't get their money, goes to the NRL. Um, so. Drinky being out for three weeks benefits the next three teams. Doesn't benefit the yeah. Broncos. Yeah. And he was only out for 10 minutes, right, of that game. Well, Whereas that was a miss. OC, I, that, that, that was a miss. I, you think I he should have been sent if off? Had, if I think he should have been sent from the field. Mm. I think he should have been sent from the field. So in that instance, so if he was sent off, sent off, does does he still get three weeks? Or... Do they take that into account? Well, I, I, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it comes down to how they grade it at the end of the day. And it wasn't referred direct to the ju- judiciary. It was was actually graded. Yeah. So, I don't cool. know. Oh, well, we won't see Oatsy, but the good news is we've got Jesse Arthurs, who had another cracking game for the remainder of, of, uh, of that game when Oates was off. Absolutely yeah, I thought he played again. well when he came on. I thought he played really, really well when he came on. And he yeah, didn't you know take... 
Go on. I've actually switched. I love his moustache. His moustache is growing on me. Unlike your moustache. It makes him faster. Um, <laughs> he he didn't, he does, he take, it took no time to get into the game. Yeah, like it's time. He yep. was straight in, a couple of carries, um, made a couple of plays early and just literally got straight into the game. He had a so, cracker. And so is is he is he the replacement? You would think so, wouldn't you? I think he has to be. Yeah. I think he, it's a, just a direct swap. I think, well, who else do you bring in? Yeah. Uh, well, hang on. I don't think you bring. I don't. I, I don't think you bring it. I don't. Yeah. I don't think you bring anyone in. Anyone out from outside the eighteen. Like he's Dang obviously Mariner. playing eighteenth man. Well, maybe. Maybe he comes into eighteen. Yeah, could do. Can't use. I, I can't. Set. Th- I have no, you can't until round eleven. Yeah, I, I um, can't unless you upgrade him. But I can't see. Mm. I can't see that they would do anything other than move Arthur's to the wing. Mm. Interesting like choice it just, to, it just to, have, to have Arthur's as the 18th man, right? You would think well, that you'd work, have worked a... worked on Friday. Yeah. You would think you'd have a utility. Mm. But maybe we don't have any utilities. Yeah. All our utilities are playing hooker. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, so we need to speak about the hooker situation. Ah. Uh, we, we, Man, it has, it has I try to, not to. Everybody to gets, it all keeps coming back. Okay, so, well, let's go back to when you were at the game. When when you were yeah. at the game, what was the reception when Billy Walters got the uh, ball? Okay. I'll, t- I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you about my Billy Walters experience. Mm-hmm. So, when he had that passage of play where he, um, he stripped the ball and illegally. illegally penalty against him. Yep. Uh, he threw, oh, sorry, he threw the intercept and then the next resulting set stripped the ball. They got the penalty, kicked it eight now. Yeah. Can I just say, so, before before that, Tamalolo, how the fuck is the biggest human <laughs> being on the face of this earth intercepting <laughs> passes? It probably, it probably paints the picture of the type of pass that it was. Exactly, no, but it yeah. was a shit pass. It, it was, was a shit pass. Anyway, anyway, so my phone, like, it just started getting messages. Started getting messages uh, literally off the back of that piece of play saying... Now, um, if anybody wants mo- Chris's phone number, let me know. I'll give it to you. It's 04. <laughs> so I had a couple of people text me, just mates text me, just saying uh, Billy Walters has lost his fucking name again. Uh, I had someone reach out on Instagram saying, uh, I think after that play, he becomes the coach's son again. I had another person reach out on Instagram as well, say the same thing. So I think the people have spoken. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, I, I think well, they spoke, but I'm not, I'm not going to take his... I don't think we can take his name from away from him just yet. Like he did some shit things on on Friday night. He did some bad Agreed. things. He actually 
did a few really good things as well. Pakes was very good when he came on the field. Pakes was yep. very good when he came on the field. Yep. But I still think Walters, apart from a few bad mistakes, yeah. played okay. And they they they're two they're two from two. His his defense is actually good. His you know his one on one defense. Uh, now he does miss a few tackles, but on the try line, man, he fucking saves tries. Sorry, guys, yeah. but he saves tries. Um, he saved that try from Dearden. You know, yeah, was, big time. He was uh, a bee's dick away from scoring, um, but other, otherwise. Um, Corey pa- Corey Pax was yeah he was good he was he's Corey Pax was good he's sharp yeah um, so B- Billy went for he went for five darts for forty four meters Corey Pax only had a couple but they obviously played he played a hell of a lot less minutes well, actually he didn't play a lot less minutes forty six minutes to Billy thirty four minutes to Corey Pax okay interesting. I actually thought it would have been a little bit more it than that. It looked a lot for, more than that, yeah. 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 Well, you're, you're the stats man. So stats, I, I think, man. <laughs> I think I, Billy's going to hang on to his name for this week. I just don't okay. think. Okay, should we do a week by week Billy Walters slash Coach's, Coach's son? son? Mm, okay, I like this. Coach's I like this watch. a lot. Yeah. Sounds so like for pole? this week, Billy Walters yep. is Billy Walters. Okay, all right, fair enough. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll keep that. Uh, yeah. Now, who are your uh, top three? So my top three from that game, um, I, I think I think it's pretty easy. Reese Walsh as number one, mm-hmm. um, or get, gets my three points. Um, he was just everywhere. Like you touched on it right at the top. He first game in a Broncos jersey. The thing that I loved about it was how much it meant to him. Um, yeah. He, when he crossed the line, big swan dive, grabbed the badge, kissed yep. it. Yep. If you ha- if you haven't watched the video, go to the Broncos website. Watch him how he gets the uh, jersey presented to him. His mum, his dad are there. His sister, daughter, his partner or ex partner, maybe ex partner. I'm not sure. And he's he is tearing up. He he's yeah. choking back. And um, you know he talks about being away for two years um and it it was great man and it really made you feel like he wants to be there and play for the broncos there's another video we'll we'll talk about a little bit later where he features and he's hugging hugging everybody it was just it was awesome it was really cool so if you haven't go back go and have a look at that video he does a a great interview sorry he does a great interview as well which is also on the broncos website yeah right after, after the game and he talks more about that and uh, and how he loves playing with Ezra Mam. He called him yeah, his okay. Well, he he was just he was everywhere. He was electric. He had that one one error right at the very start of the game. Um, I mean, the the try is not on him, but he he did so many good things after that, uh, chiming into the line, sweeping both sides, um, the, the grubber kicks, the chip kicks, mm. like. The returning the ball, I I thought he played well, and yep. we have we've not had we've not had someone that I think sees the game like him just sitting at the back for for a while now. Well, I'm 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 prepared to uh, change my 
all-time Bronco number one from Carmichael Hunt, <laughs> Jerese Waltz. <laughs> Is that too early? <laughs> Maybe. Calm down, calm down. Maybe. Game one. Game one. <laughs> it's not a bad start, though. Played one, 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 scored one, couple of try yep. assists. Couple of try assists. What about yep. that kick, that dart from out? Dart yep. back in, kick. And, and he kicked with his left leg. Obviously, he's a left footer. So it's a harder, harder angle to kick with your left foot, but nails yeah. it. Absolutely nailed it. And he's uh, when he came out, when he when he when he scored his try. Oh no, sorry. When uh, when he set up that try from re- running the ball back from his try line, he just stepped Granville like Granville was a grandfather. Yeah. It was just eyes were on him. Just bang, big step. Unreal. Unreal. The- there's a bit of pace in that back line now. Um, there's actually quite, quite a bit. Like, Mam's got a bit of toe to him. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the two centres, Staggs and Farmworth, have got, got some pace. D- um, Staggs, does Arthur's, he? Yeah, he's, he's did got, Staggs he's play? got a bit of toe. Well, he did play. He did a few Well, he was out there. I don't know if he was playing. <laughs> Jesus. Go look for, ball, look for the ball, bro. He does need to look for the ball. He does. Oh. But he, he, he played... He he hustles in defence so well. Yeah, Stags. There there, there are a few play few plays where he just he just happened to pop up to to dive on a loose ball near the try line or picked up a ball from the end goal or whatever. I, I actually thought he played well. Um, so so Walsh gets my three points. Farnworth gets my two points. Mm. Um, I just thought he played so well again. Um, and that's that left edge was doing so well. Yep. You know, obviously Oates went off, um, but he was giving Hiku nightmares too. Big time. Herbie, Herbie, bro. If you're listening to this podcast, which I'm pretty pretty sure you are, come stay. Come back to the Broncos, mate. God, take. Anyone else, Herbie will keep you, bro. We'll put you on the same salary as Adam Reynolds. Don't worry. We'll look after you. <laughs> do we believe... somehow, do we get a hold of the handbook on how to run a um, salary cap by the Sydney Roosters? Well, no, just from Anthony Mundine. Right, okay. He's 300000 right. The brown paper bag. In the brown paper the bag, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll start a fund. Uh, I'm sure <laughs> we can get a dollar off. 300,000 people. Um, but seriously, how we fucking Jesus. Oh, he's gone. But it doesn't matter. He's, he's going he's gonna to win best back this year for the Broncos and he's going to take the Broncos to a top four finish and be on the second week of the finals. Uh, yep. 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 Agreed. All Agreed. of it. Now, who, who's, your, uh, who's your third? Who's your number one? Who gets, who gets one point? Payne Haas, mm-hmm. again, just because he does what he does and he just keeps doing it. Yeah. He he didn't he didn't do anything particularly flashy on Friday night, but he just ran hard and made meters. Yep. Uh he he was great. Um he's just he's just so consistent for what is he, twenty two or twenty three? He he's just such a consistent player. He wouldn't be much older than 23, would he? 
24? But for, for someone his age playing prop, starting prop, you know, he is just, he is so reliable. You give him the ball, you know what he's going to do every, every week. He never, the last couple of years, the Broncos have been playing pretty poor, but he was still, you know, he was still doing the same job. Yeah, so, he's he's twenty three. He was twenty three in December. So he his stats hundred eighty meters, hundred eighty meters, nineteen runs. Yeah. Uh, he's a lot. He's a lot it. like Tolomololo. In in that sense that uh, you know, even though the Cowboys aren't going that well, you know what you're going to get out of uh, JT. Yeah. Um. Now my three a little different to yours. Go on. Uh, three points. Walshy, of course. Yep. Reese Walsh. I can't add anything else, mate. He was just everywhere. Was uh, he's so good looking as well? Uh, he's got those. He's got those uh, long eyelashes. The uh, he he's just so good, so good. <laughs> now, oh, also, my son has gone from Ponga. To Walshy now, he was he loved Ponga. He he based his whole game on uh, on Ponga, but now it's Reese Walsh, baby Reese Walsh. Now number two, uh, Ezra Mam. He gets my yep. two points. Uh, he was great. However, did miss a tackle, which led to the first try. But anyway, um, but other than that, man, he was um, he was electric. In it, and he understands the game. He can see the game. Um, he's great. He he was fantastic. So the more, what has he played? Fifteen games, twelve games, something like that. Um, he's just going to get better and better and better. And his defense, oh, I could watch it. I could watch him snapping blokes all day. Just cut him in half, and soon he'll have a scar. Now, so he's uh, he's he's only twenty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you look at that. You you look at you look at our spine. Um, the obviously Reynolds is what is he like forty seven, and uh, Oti is Oti must be like 32, 31, 32. So, like, geez, we've got some we've got some young depth coming through. We've got Cobo. There's a lot of depth coming through. Herbie, oh, <laughs> damn it. Um. And Herbie gets my number one, my one point. My yep. One point. He's just, just so good. So not, so not too different. Not too different. You just slipped Ezra. Man. And look, I, I could have, I could have easily put Ezra Mam in there. There are actually a few other players that, Carrigan. um, that Pat, Patrick Carrigan again, just nothing too flashy, but just makes meters and doesn't make mistakes. Yep, doesn't make mistakes. You remember when? So when when we were doing our uh, our best ever Broncos team one to seventeen, and I picked um, Gillett. Yeah, and he and the reason I picked him was because you just knew every single week he was just going to turn up, he was going to snap people in half, and he was going to make meters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not make a mistake. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a tradesman. That is Patrick Harrigan. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what is interesting is uh, Carrigan hasn't scored a try. Hasn't scored no, a try in the, in the NRL. 
state of origin or Australia. I actually went and had a look. I looked it up. I thought, surely. But no, it's 80 odd games or something like that. Nice. Well, it might, might be 80, including Origin, um, and, origin and, and Australia. Well, probably wouldn't be, actually. 62 games for the Broncos, no tries. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. 62 games. That's almost three seasons. Yeah. With the football. That's a few nudie runs. That is a few nudie runs. But you know what? That's a few. Maybe he loves it. Maybe he's just gone, well, I've got a good rig, so fuck mm. it. I'm not going to bother scoring a try. I'm just going to you know, show it off at the end of the year. Knowing Trick Harrigan, that's <laughs> Patrick Carrigan. Trick Harrigan, that's what I'm calling him from now on. Are you knowing, sure? Uh, yeah. Knowing Trick as well <laughs> as I do, nudie runs, he's got a vanity sock on. He's like, you know what? <laughs> I don't want to make everybody else feel uncomfortable with the size of my ding dong. I'm putting on a vanity sock. It just happens to be his footy sock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 62 games, so no tries. Listen to this podcast, mate. <laughs> 62 games, no tries. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. It, what, okay. When he gets a try... Let's let's do a let, let's start a a hashtag movement. Well, what's the celebration going to be after sixty two after sixty two games? Sixty two games. Get, you get your footy sock out. You pull your pants down. <laughs> and you get kicked out. You just bring. You just bring. You're just like, well, I'm doing the nudie run one way or another. That's it's right. either happening at the end of the season or I'm doing it after I score the try. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know how that would go to pack Suncorp in week week four against the uh, against the Dolphins. Send us photos. Happy to. <laughs> <laughs> so you know they put the you put your bat out, you put your footy sock out <laughs> with a photo. Put your sock out for Patrick. <laughs> put your sock over um, your sock. So. Seriously though, you you have to. You're like sixty two games. You, you've mm. got to be rehearsing something. Yeah, you got to be. You can't just let that go. The other teammates, they're like, when he scores, the players are going to know it. They're going to know it. He's going to sure. cop so. He's going to cop so much. What I would love if he scores a try and gets pulled back for obstruction or something. <laughs> well, that'd be an interesting one to have a look at, actually, to see if if in the last fifteen or twenty he's actually had one that has been disallowed. Because imagine yeah. that emotional roller coaster that you go through. Well, look. Why don't you do that research and let me know. No worries. I'll do that during the week. You, you're the stats man. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that Patrick Carrigan has? In the 2022 game against South Sydney, yeah. in yeah. the 14th minute. Now, now we've got the now we've got Trick Carrigan out of the way. Uh, there were, actually, there were two um, disallowed tries as well. So not only did we score mm. 28 points, we we had two. Two, one was maybe maybe Renault Renault was blowing up about uh, the obstruction call because the camera angle wasn't front on you couldn't actually see uh, and I don't know uh, because what we see on screen and what the bunker sees are to- two totally different things apparently why can't they show us anything? I, I keep flip flopping on on the whole obstruction rule and getting it inside um, on the inside shoulder and running behind mm. so that. 
that play, both defenders had already made a defensive decision. Yep. Both 100%. players. Yep. Nobody was impeded, like yep. not even close to being impeded. And it's even questionable as to whether or not he even caught it on the inside shoulder and ran on the outside. That's one of those ones for me where you look at it and you go, oh, that's just a football player and we're just going to let it go. So if, if there was a grand final and it was the winning play, what happens there? How how much um, how much is Gus gonna explode? So if it was the Broncos in attack and it was the winning play, I'd be totally fine with it. <laughs> if it was the Broncos defending and the winning play, I'd blow up Deluxe. Yep. If it was if the Broncos weren't in the grand final and it happened, I actually couldn't care less. And I'd say yep. it's a football play, let it go. Uh, yeah, I'd go Ricky Stewart Deluxe as well. We need to be an investigation. I know that's Jeff Toovey, well, but still. That was Jeff, Jeff Toovey. Yeah. Still. <laughs> no one could do a dummy spit. Well, they they actually can be. Jeff Toovey was, he was he was pretty yeah. good. Ricky Stewart's got the best dummy spit in the game. Yeah. Oh, Craig Bellamy. In the box, uh, just no, lose yeah, it. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's two different types of dummy spit, though. There's the at players and then there's the at media. At the media. Oh, yeah. And... Ricky Stewart, he, there's, there's nobody even in the same ballpark. Yep, he's got a clause in his, in his contract, uh, for the, for the Raiders to, to set aside fifty thousand dollars a year in a little kitty (laughs) to pay, and it's, it's not even close to being enough. (laughs) Not even close to being enough. He just turns, turns over and just goes, "Are are we good?" They just give him the nod. Yeah, and no worries. Yeah. <laughs> he he's gold. Uh, I love watching Craig Bellamy in the box when they're losing because the people around him just start backing away. Just yeah, start, well, like, but they fading. don't really. They just they just sit there. I would be. I don't know if I could. There'd be what for me. It'd be one of two things, right? I'd sit there and I'd just start laughing because some guy is just like spraying spits all over yeah. the glass in front of him. Um, or I just up sticks and walk out because I'd be like, well, this you've just ruined, you ruined the football watching experience for me. Oh, you mean you as a punter? Or you no, as a staff? actually, it, as a staff. Oh, mate. As a, as a staff, you know, uh, I'm, even I'm going to get flogged on the next training session. <laughs> all right, medical staff, 5K run yeah. two. Yeah. So all in all, it was a fantastic performance from the Broncos again. Uh, a couple of things that, you know, we can still work on. It, you know, it's not a perfect performance. Um, but to keep the Cowboys to two tries in a, in a, with a, in a team that has so much strike um, and, and so many points in the Cowboys team. And, I mean, obviously they respected the Broncos because they took two conversions. I oh, sorry, two penalty yeah, two goals. Pen- two penalty shots. Two so, tries, four goals, 12 points. Mm. Yeah, they – um, it was – it was – sorry, 16 points. They – they, it was a good performance. It was a really good performance by the Broncos. Um, but they didn't play – they didn't play perfect mm. football for 80 minutes and they've still beaten – the Panthers and the Cow- Cowboys in consecutive weeks. Yep. So you, you can't be anything but happy than um, for, for the start. 
All right, let's let's move on to some some fantastic news. Some huge news coming out of the Brisbane Broncos. It was actually really subtle. There was not a lot of fanfare about it, but uh, my man Trick Trick Arrigan Trick Arrigan signing on until twenty twenty eight. Mate, such good news. It is good news, and it's a huge signing. And I know you say that it just kind of slipped through. It was interesting that the noise on the signing was far less than the previous two days of everyone talking about where he was going to sign. Yep. Um, and then, you know, other people coming out saying, well, you know, we, we should sign for the Broncos. Um, that's where he should be. Um, you know, he's got an opportunity for, you know, to be the captain and do this and do that and whatever. And there was a heap of noise, and then he signed, and it was just, oh, well, he signed for the Broncos. Well, of course he was going to sign for the Broncos. Yeah. So, well, what the fuck were you talking about? Where, where else he was going to sign? That six clubs were after him, and anyway. Yeah. Oh, look, I reckon the Broncos had that up their back pocket, and then the media started talking, and they're like, oh, by the way, we've just signed him to a twenty twenty eight contract. Like, yeah. Boom. Uh, Such was- a good deal. I was so pumped, and uh, I, I messaged you this as well. Texted it to you that my then when I picked my son up from school, I said, "Hey, dude, big news, huge news!" And he's like, "What?" I said, "Trick Carrigan didn't say it then, but Patrick Carrigan has signed until twenty twenty eight." And he goes, "Oh yes, he goes somebody to look forward to." Oh, fucked it up. I can't believe I fucked up my son's quote. He, he goes, or oh, somebody to look up to for the next five years. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. He, and like, that, was, that was 100% word for word, verbatim, on what my son, my nine-year-old son said. I, I, was, I was over the moon. But I so, think it does, though, because he's, yep. like, we've spoken about this a couple of times now. When he was given the captaincy two years ago, having played... 20 games, 25 games or whatever, you're like, fucking really? Mm. Really? Who is this bloke? But the way he's carried himself over the last, you know, 18 months, two years. Yep. Um, obviously, Origin last year, played for Australia. Um, and he's grown up playing with these guys. Yep. Um, and, you know, he was interviewed after he signed the contract and he just kept on talking about how he wants to win a premiership with the Broncos. He was... Like how he- good. I actually had a quick quick uh, look um, through his um, his history. Not his social media didn't stalk him, not for too long anyway. But uh, he was school captain and captain of all every every team he was in, pretty much. So you know, even when he was uh, seven years old, he was captain. Show off! <laughs> what a show off! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's he's pro- oh also. So that uh, he's he's got a bachelor of physiotherapy as well at UQ. Oh really? Um, it finished. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Um, and in that video I, I was talking about, it was Kevin Walters telling the group that Trick Carrigan, uh, that's mine. Kevin didn't say it. Trick Carrigan has <laughs> uh, signed on for until twenty twenty eight. While she's giving him a big hug, they're sitting next to him and hold, holding him. I'm like, yeah, man, fuck. This is a good team. This is a this is a team. Not there's mm. not individual stars here. It's a team. 
So yeah, yeah, they do, they look like they're having fun. They actually Warm. really do look like totally. they're enjoying themselves. They, they look like warm and fuzzies, bro. Warm and fuzzies. Maybe that should it's be amazing good. what winning does. Yeah, this is true. What it also does is, you know, it Patrick Carrigan is such a great. Sorry, Trick Carrigan is such a great role model for kids. Um, that we're just going to get more and more Broncos fans. It's going to be more and more, so. more and more. He's great with the camera, great with kids, luscious locks, fantastic moustache. Uh, it's all, uh, it's all going well. It's all going well for the Broncos. Winning games, so winning games is going to get fans to games. So winning games yep. is going to get fans yep. is going to get eyeballs on the Broncos, and you know, having already picked up first two wins of the season. Yep. I can't wait for the Dolphins in week four. Well, okay. I actually let's, can't wait for the I can't wait for the Dolphins in week four. Let, well, let's let's switch quickly just to the Dolphins then. Two games, two wins, hundred yeah. percent record is uh is now officially the greatest ever NRL team or rugby league team. Hundred percent win rate. Could you believe it? They are. Two, no. two, two solid wins. Too. I can't believe it because I, I packed them for the spoon. You did pack them for the spoon. You picked them and for I'm the still yeah. not convinced. I'm still not convinced that although there's there's some fucking shit teams running around at the moment um, that don't even <laughs> that aren't even going to yeah. go close to winning a game of football anytime soon. Oh, I think one of them did get a win uh, on the weekend, St. George. I think they're shit. Well, St. George, St. George, well, yeah, but they've only, that was their first game, so. Yeah. And they're one from one. I know, I couldn't believe it either. So how bad are the Titans then? How bad are the Titans if St. George are giving you a toweling? But anyway, let's get back to the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, the doco came out. I watched it. You're too busy. It was fantastic. I didn't see it. If you haven't, it's on stand. Check it out. You get... I know this is a Broncos podcast. However, there's so many Broncos elements within the Dolphins. You've got Wayne Bennett, you've got Osako, you've got Milford. And what what you get to see is the players behind the scenes. What it's like at the you know, when they're training and uh you also get to see them negotiating deals. Wayne Bennett talking to players about coming to the Dolphins via Zoom and stuff like that. It is it is cool. Um, you can how see the, far behind are they? How, like, how, how up to date are the episodes? Is it? Well, it's are hard, they showing? It's are they showing know. match footage? No, no, no. They're, well, yes, but just from their trial game against um, the QRL team they played against, whoever the, the Capras. So, will this week's episode be on round one? I don't think so. No, because they still have a lot of things oh, to okay. go back on. I think that'll be right. the the cutoff point there. I don't think there's right. any NRL trial games. I think it's just a trial game against the Capras because they do right. like they, they go back to see, uh, you know, what it was like when Bennett came on and how their players are coming through and individual players, um, like Felici Felici Kafusi was the first player signed. Yeah, um, and he had a, another smashing game on. Uh, on the weekend as well. So, Smashing being the operative word. It, well, he, had, he absolutely, he, he cut someone in half. Yep. Again. Had, had to put them together with uh, sticky sticky tape uh, and a bit of, bit of clag glue. But uh, again, he was just, man, he was brilliant. And 
the Raiders are playing well too. It's not like the Raiders are playing shit house. So mm. yeah, look, I'm really excited watching the Dolphins. My fin is up, baby. Well, hopefully it's down again come a couple of weeks. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to the game. You? You are going. Yep. No, I, I, I'm not going to that one. I've got, I've got too much on, unfortunately. Oh, oh, I'd love to get along. But I jump on and grab a ticket because I, there's, I reckon there'd be a bloody good chance that, that one will sell out. Yeah, look, I hope so. I, I hope so. That'd be awesome. Uh, now, we've also got Benny Eichen. Uh, Benny Eichen uh, changing roles at the, at the club. Yeah, I can't find a whole lot on this. So he's no. he's he stood down he's stood down from the recruitment and retention committee. His job titles changed to um director of football operations or general manager of football operations. So yeah. he's literally only looking after day football, to day game day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so it was just interesting timing. It was interesting timing him stepping down or being pushed aside or whatever the case may be mm. straight off the back of, um, you know, Flegler and Farmworth the week before. But then they announced it pretty much at the same time as Carrigan, as they announced Carrigan re-signing. Yeah, I noticed they sort of like uh, swept it swept it right under under the rug like he, 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 I mean, even the Carrigan wasn't a huge announcement either so maybe they're playing low key with the with Benny Eichen. um i mean maybe. He's, a, he's a pretty straight shooter i think he, i he just would feel, feel as though I, I just feel as though the there were clearly cracks in there was a power play going on last year between Kevy and Eichen. Mm. Um, I, I remember there was a press conference right at the end of the year where Kevy was talking about who the three most important people at the club are, the chairman, the coach, and the CEO. And that was in reference, he was asked a question about Ben Eichen. So he was certainly shooting from the hip and where he felt that um, Eichen sat from a um, hierarchical point of view. But... I don't know. I, mm. I I love I love Ben Eichen. Yep. Always have done, always will do. Yep. Who knows what the fuck his role is there now? Um, he's not on recruitment and retention. Darren fucking Lockie is still on the. Don't you even? Don't you team. even, mate? Don't even I'm talk sorry. about Darren I'm Lockie. Sorry. I no no. I no love, no. You know, you know how much you know how much I love Darren Lockyer. I think post playing days. Post playing days, um, he's. I don't think he's been uh, that great for the Broncos. Post playing days. Well, thanks for coming, guys. Uh, <laughs> now, look, I know the 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 root of your hatred now towards Darren Lockyer. He has hair. He has hair, and you do not. <laughs> That is the crux of the whole issue here. Now, he did lose his hair and then miraculously found some and it went brown. <laughs> and he used to be blonde. So, yeah, look, I agree. You know, I love Darren Lockyer. I mean, I, I fanboy over him all, all day. And But I think as a club, it's it's really hard as a, as a fan, which we all are, to watch the Broncos go from 88 to 2015 
and then after that just fall off a cliff or even 2006 yeah. anything post 2006 fall off a cliff we haven't won a premiership in 15 16 17 years yeah um and that's just very unbronco like so to see you know and it all used to, the, the the whole club used to all sing the same song and now and then i know he's Gordon only Tums, one and then you've got benny Eichen coming out kevy walters and then you've got um uh people you know ex-players giving you know have giving their opinion about other ex-players and then all of a sudden it's it's just starting to implode a bit yeah. So it's really distressing as a Broncos fan to see that like that doesn't happen at our club. Yeah. So you just you just uh, th- there have been so many things that have happened, so many roster stuff, so much roster stuff that's happened where it, you just scratch your head. You scratch your head in hindsight, but you were scratching your head at the time. Yeah. Where the, some of those decisions were made. Yeah, like signing Jack Bird. L- Lockyer was on that committee for. Pretty much every single one of them. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, this wasn't you know. This is not a Darren Lockyer. I, did, I, did, I, did, I, did, I didn't want to get onto didn't want to get onto Lockyer. <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyway, I can. Uh, who knows what that position is? It wouldn't surprise me if I can not at the club in six six months time. Yeah, agreed. Back to uh, NRL three hundred and sixty. Don't know. I, I think Anas is doing a good job. Good. Yeah, man, I can't watch every. I can't watch every every episode lately oh if buds is there oh my i'm on baby because i'm waiting for him to have a heart attack on air <laughs> well it's it's close <laughs> heart attack <risk laughs> just on just going <laughs> off all of a sudden it's like buzz buzz are you okay you okay oh no he's actually not okay this time <laughs> fuck ratings through the roof yeah um but let's get back to the broncos actually well let's let's now we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to do a NRL round roundup. Whoops, whoops. This is where whips come in. Whoops, if we were paid more money for this podcast, <laughs> NRL round roundup. Uh, so we've watched almost every game. Um, I've been camping for three days, but the good news is, I took my my iPad and I, I watched a lot of games. My wife was not too happy, but. Me and my son were in the tent watching, <laughs> watching the footy. <laughs> so, uh, what what did you think of the of the uh, round two? So the standout for me, uh, the eel sharks game. I got to see um, a good part of that before I took off to get into SunCorp for for the Broncos game. Yeah. Um, I then checked the score later and saw saw what the result was, and I just went, "How the fuck has that happened?" So I went back and actually watched the last 20, 25 minutes of that game. That was an absolute roller coaster. It was match. insane, yeah. Yeah. Um it was it was a good game, I thought. Um so that was probably probably one of the one of the picks for me. Um and the Eels uh, oh, to, still oh, winless. Yeah. Oh and two. Oh and two after two rounds. And you tipped him um, you tipped him as a premiership or No, I I had them outside my eight. Right, I did right, have okay. them outside, mate. You did mention that a few uh, times. Yeah. And then I, the, then the I came turn. back with, uh, you also picked the Dolphins for the Spoon, so. <laughs> I did also pick the Dolphins for the Spoon. Even a broken um, clock is right twice a day. Yeah. Uh, but the the other big result, who saw this coming? Bulldog Storm. 
Bulldogs oh, 26, yeah. Storm 12. And uh, actually, the Bulldogs look good. The Storm were fucking atrocious in that first half. So are they done without Munster? You, and I'm not, not yep. just saying that in, in, in you know, are they done without Munster, but they don't have Paps. Yep. Um, they've obviously lost Brandon Smith. I just think Harry there's Grant far too to do, much. Yeah, it, it, Harry Grant can't do everything. I mean, he tries well, to. Him, him and Jerome Hughes. Oh, Hughes had a very but, quiet game. Very quiet. Well, I just don't think he's not he's not that type of player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He needs a monster. Mm-hmm. But Bellamy will be he'll be stripping absolutely stripping blokes. No, wait, that's not right. He, he'll be. <laughs> well, he might be. He might be. It he might be. Might be some prison treatment. Strip them down and just hose them down. Yeah, yeah. Get the throw salt. some talcum powder on them and kick them back out onto the practice field, onto the training field. Now I'm not sure the RLPA will say about that, but anyway, I'm, I'm sure we'll hear about it. Ask Ricky Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All oh, right. Ricky's mates. Uh, my standout game was the Dolphins, baby. Um, yeah, just unbelievable. Such a great story. It's a great story for the NRL expansion, which you know, if you're just tuning in, uh, if you haven't heard, NRL are talking about going to twenty teams. Did twenty. You, yeah. Did you see this? It, 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 yeah, I saw it, and yeah. I, I hate it. Yeah. Well, look, I think it's been blown out of proportion. Um, I think twenty teams. Which bit? Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Which bits blown being blown out of proportion? Well, the, first they're going to go to eighteen. They're not going to go straight to twenty. Surely not. They'll go eighteen in the next maybe five years. Um, I would love to see Ipswich, Ipswich Jets. Um, and yeah. then, they'll, then they'll add another one and then another one. So up to 20 and they, they've, they said they'll do it within the next 10 years. So I hope they go to 20. I hope they do. But I don't like what they're, what they're talking about. You mean the North Sydney Bears? Uh, North Sydney Bears, I'm neither here nor there on, but you pick them up and you move them to Perth. Yeah, Perth, yeah. Well, um, okay. Well, where are your where are your other teams? Perth, uh, maybe one on the central coast of Queensland. Central coast of Queensland. I, I, Ipswich. Mm. I don't know. Maybe 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 it actually is only eighteen. Maybe it's Perth, and that's it. What about uh, talking about Pacifica? No. Okay. Not even going to discuss it. <laughs> Why? Because I I don't rugby rugby union's biggest mistake was trying to grow the game, mm-hmm. and I, I understand I think the game is going to grow internationally, but concentrate on the local products. I don't think we need to go outside of we've already got a team in New Zealand. If you get another team there, fine, but we don't we the 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 Samoa Tonga. Those places have shown over the last couple of World Cups that they're sweet. They'll 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 perform. They'll get more players in, etc. We don't need to go outside of Australia, New Zealand to grow the the NRL. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I and agree. If you, if you look at if you look at what happened with the rugby union with Super, you know, from Super Six to Ten Twelve, the Super Super Rugby was at its peak when it was twelve teams. Super Twelve, yep. Yep. Um, and then they just started getting, 
you know, started getting confusing and people Japan. lost touch with. Yeah, yeah. People lost touch with who the teams were. Yep. So yep. the international game will grow if the domestic games are good. But don't fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, look, I, I agree. I think we do need another New Zealand team. I think, I think another New Zealand team would be great. Yeah. Um, because look at the talent. Look at the talent that is in New Zealand. And we should be trying to raid some of rugby talent as well um, from a younger age. Yeah. Um, Perth, uh, Ipswich would be great as well. I think I think Ipswich is dying for one. Um, yeah. Um, Central, Central Queensland... I just don't think there's uh, you know, like Rocky that that area. I don't think there's a yeah. I, I don't know. I just threw it out there. I, I'm I'm I haven't even really given that a whole lot of thought. But the main mm-hmm. thing for me was when I read that I saw that um, they were talking about a Pacifica team based out of Cairns. Yeah, which is crazy. Uh, that which which is like well that you I don't <laughs> see how that works. Yeah, no. I think the. Uh, QRL, QRL have the PNG hunters, and that works fine yep. for that. But I don't think, yeah, because if it's a Pacifica nation, a Pacifica team, it's just gonna, it's, what's going to happen with the Warriors happened, you know, when the Warriors first came, they're all New Zealand players, one or yep. two Aussies. And it's taken so long, and it's really hard to recruit Australians to New Zealand. To yeah. play for the Warriors, so I think that would also happen to uh, the Pacifica Nations, and it and it's not, it didn't feel like a club. Uh, like when the Warriors first came in, it felt like a country. Yeah, and that'll happen again with the Pacifica Nations. And it's not a country, but it's not going to feel like a, a like you know your local club. There's no history there, whereas the Dolphins, no. and, uh, Dolphins have 60, 70 years of experience of of history in that club. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, if they're looking at Ipswich Jets, they have a long history. Um, Perth Reds have a long history of one year. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's let's move let's move on let's move on. Mailbag. Mailbag. Now we've got a a couple of fan. Uh, well, I shouldn't say fans. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Not really. Well, it could be fans. Who knows? Could be fans. Could be fans. Could be. Could be. A uh, bit of feedback there, Chrissy. Yeah. So we've got a. We've got another email. Um, Broncos unfiltered unfilteredunfiltered at gmail dot com. Yep. So we've got an email here. I'll just read it out quickly. So I've just listened to your podcast, and I cannot believe that you didn't mention the first up win by the Dolphins over the Roosters. This is even more embarrassing since the Dolphins went on to win their second round clash against the Raiders and now sit above all other Queensland-based NRL teams. (laughs) Yeah. The Dolphins are the best thing to come out of Redcliffe since the BGs, although when it comes to a smile... That will drop your knickers, Barry Gibb just edges out, <laughs> Felice Capusi and Wayne Bennett. By not mentioning the Dolphins win, you two clowns have reinforced that Broncos supporters are hang biased, on. arrogant. Hang on, biased, hang on. Arrogant. <laughs> hang on, I think I know who this I, is from. Oh, hang on. That Broncos supporters are biased, arrogant and live in their one team town world. How about you sprinkle the odd Titans, Cowboys, or Dolphins reference into future podcasts? 
Chris, let me know if you still need me to look <laughs> after the girls it. this weekend. Say hello to Shane. He really is carrying you on this podcast venture. Oh, so, well, that's, oh, that is correct. That is Mom, correct. It was, love it's Mom. lovely to hear from you again. Um, okay. The, the, I, I hope the sprinkling of dolphins for you tonight mm. uh, or today did, has worked. I did touch on the Titans and how shit they were, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, great to, great to see your feedback. Um, mm. It's probably the only time, you know, you, get could, to you reach to out to me now, now nowadays. So. <laughs> so yeah, it was good to, good to get the feedback, Mark. Well, Thanks. Oh, you better tell how the kids are. Kids are good. Uh, kids are great, Mum. Kids, are, kids are good. Kids are good. Yeah. Had a good time at the football on on Friday night. Yeah, so. there we go. Well, keep them coming. Love them. Love it. Keep them coming. Uh, we had a few a few other people uh, reach out via social media as well. We did. We did. We had someone reach out uh, <laughs> after the game on after the game on Sunday. Um, oh, sorry, no, after, Friday. The game, after the game on Friday night, um, you you threw up a, a a message just reminding people of the podcast of the episode dropping on Monday, mm-hmm. and someone um, actually I think may have called us clowns. Um, I think he did. Fellas, yeah. I, I can't. I may, may have been clowns. And are we? Do we take back our words about Ezra Man? Now, the comment that I made was. We said some stupid shit mm. about a lot of players. Look, there's some lot, stupid shit. There are a lot of beers being drunk here too, guys. Yeah. So, so a, a lot of stupid stuff has been said about certain players. But for the life of me, <laughs> I don't know. I ca- I can't I can't remember what we said about Ezra Mam. He's probably listened to a in fact. Podcast. Both of us had Ezra Mam in our one to seventeen. Now I yep. do recall at the time that I wasn't a hundred percent sold on Mam at six, but if you go back and watch the inconsistencies from last year, mm-hmm. there was reason for not being sold on him at six. He's not. He's taken a leap this year. Um, so if we have said anything about Ezra Mam, Ezra, I apologise. We apologise. Um, Come on the podcast, yeah. Um, but but again, happy for people to reach out to us and call us out on the stupid shit we say too. Yes, please, because there will be there will be a whole lot more stupid stuff said. I mean, just in the, this episode alone. Yeah, it'll yeah mainly this episode. Mainly this episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think that's about it. Is it? That's it. All right, guys. Well, you know where to find us, Chrissy. How do we? How do you find us on Instagram and? Uh, other social... Broncos unfiltered, Broncos unfiltered at Broncos unfiltered UNFLTRD. Uh, emails at uh, sorry, emails Broncos unfiltered at gmail.com. Um, reach out to us, say good day. Would love to hear some some feedback, and thank you for the guys who do who do, do give us feedback. It's awesome. Um, I think that uh, that's about it, eh? That's it. All right, guys. Well, Do and I. we'll see you next. We'll not see you because this is a podcast, but uh, we'll. Uh, you, <laughs> you'll hear us. Yeah, you'll, you'll hear us. us. You'll hear us, hopefully. All right. Cheers, guys. See you, guys. Hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, look. Every time I step up.
up in the studio and post up in the poop. Y'all know that I'ma kill it, yeah. But everybody claiming that they down for the ride, but they hide when the police get up in it, yeah. My credit card's never hitting limits, yeah. I pull up in my seat and have no business, yeah. I'm killing every rapper, say they hot, but they not making sure the mother rappers hit a witness, yeah. But I ain't got no time to be playing these games, no, I'm hitting every shot like I'm LeBron James. Taking off, no, I don't pass my times in this race, making noise like it's in Beyonce in this space. I'm making real boss moves, I'm only 18.